0: Happy Monday everybody, my name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 225 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favor and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations, and social media profiles which you can follow at xboxand 10 To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was NBA 2K24, and the games coming out this week include Paperman, Adventure Delivered, Lies of P, Party Animals, Days of Doom, Rin the Last Child, EA Sports FC24, Shyoon Saga, and Whateverland. Now into last week's biggest news stories, and we have 6 to cover this week. Number 1, Starfield is getting DLSS and FOV slider and ultra-wide monitor support. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, Bethesda is planning to add NVIDIA's DLSS upscaling technique to Starfield soon, as part of a bunch of promises for the updates to the game, including brightness and contrast controls, an FOV slider, 32x9 ultra wide monitor support, and even an eat button for food. Bethesda is releasing a small hotfix today to fix some bugs in the game before it dives into feature requests. Quote, our priority initially is making a sure any top blocker bugs or stability issues are addressed, and adding quality-of-life features that many are asking for," end quote, says Bethesda in Patch Notes released today. Quote, this first update is a small hotfix targeted at the few top issues we are seeing. End quote. The first update includes improvements to Xbox Series X and S stability during installations, and a variety of stability and performance improvements to reduce crashes and improve frame rates. There are also some fixes in for quest lines where players might get blocked from progressing a quest. The promise of DLSS support comes after AMD made it clear to The Verge last month, that there's nothing stopping Bethesda from adding DLSS support to Starfield as part of AMD's exclusive PC partner status for Starfield. NVIDIA also rolled out a driver update yesterday to boost Starfield performance on its latest GPUs, after the experts at Digital Foundry found that Starfield is a quote, bizarrely worse experience, end quote, on NVIDIA and Intel compared to AMD GPUs. Bethesda announces it's working closely with NVIDIA, AMD, and Intel on driver support, and each update will include new stability and performance improvements. Starfield is also getting official mod support at some point in 2024. The addition of DLSS to Starfield shouldn't be a particularly heavy lift for Bethesda. Modders have shown how easy it is to add DLSS2 and DLSS3 frame generation to Starfield already, but official support will hopefully include more granular controls over the DLSS quality levels. An FOV slider will also be available across both Xbox Series S and X and PC versions of the game, alongside brightness and contrast controls and an HDR calibration menu. The HDR calibration could be in response to feedback about Starfield's HDR not looking great on OLED TVs. Give me all the improvements and official mod support to Starfield for a game that is already excellent if you haven't checked it out. It is always a shame for early adopters, isn't it? Come year's time where I'm sure they'll probably have local maps as well in the game, are you going to be people that just have such a better day one experience for themselves? However, I'm still loving the game, I just need to find more time to play it. Number two, what do we expect on day one with Xbox Game Pass Core? Rachel Reason, Product Marketing Manager at Xbox Game Pass, writes on The Wire. We're almost there, tomorrow we're excited to bring life all of our updates for Xbox Game Pass Core. As we shared last month, this is our latest evolution of what was previously known as Xbox Live Gold. Same great online experience, new name, and an added library of games. When we announced Xbox Game Pass Core, we shared that this membership would come with more than 25 high quality games from the Xbox Game Pass library. We're thrilled to share that there will be 36 games available to play on Series X and S and Xbox One starting tomorrow. The full list of games include Among Us, Astroneer, Celeste, Dead Cells, Descenders, Dishonored 2, Doom Eternal, Fable Anniversary, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Firewatch, Forza Horizon 4, Gang Beasts, Gears 5, Call with Your Friends, Grounded, Halo 5 Guardians, Halo Wars 2, Hellblade Senuous Sacrifice, Humans Fall Flat, Inside, Limbo, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Overcooked 2, Payday 2 Crime Wave Edition, Power Wash Simulator, Psychonauts 2, Slay the Spire, Spearfarer, Farewell Edition, Stardew Valley, State of Decay 2 Juggernaut Edition, Super The Elder Scrolls Online, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Shredder's Revenge, Unpacking, and Vampire Survivors. We plan to update the Game Pass core library two to three times a year. If you're interested in the full library that updates more frequently, check out the other Game Pass memberships. I mean, I've been fine with this. Xbox Live Gold and the free monthly games have been a sham for a long time, pretty much since the launch of the original Game Pass. For just joining the Xbox Game Pass core ecosystem, You already have access to so many great games, it really was a great selection. So anyone starting off on a new Xbox system, you're not quite ready for the Game Pass Ultimate subscription, check this out because you're going to get a lot of timing in some of these games. Number 3, Resident Evil 4 Separate Ways DLC coming to Capcom's Remake. Michael McWhorter at Polygon writes, Capcom's Resident Evil 4 Remake will expand next week with a new add-on, Separate Ways the publisher confirmed at Sony's State of Play livestream on Thursday. The expansion, arriving on September 21st, will give players control of the Ignatic, spy, and secret agent Ada Wong, on a mission that runs parallel with Leon S. Kennedy's adventure in Resident Evil 4. The reveal of Resident Evil 4 Separate Ways won't be much of a surprise to survival horror fans who completed Capcom's remake earlier this year. Leon and a data mine pretty much confirmed the expansion was coming. In the original incarnation of Separate Ways, Ada performs actions like ringing the church bell that ends the village attacks on Leon, as well as preventing Leon's death at the hands of Jack Krauser and securing the rocket launcher that Leon uses in the game's final battle. The original Resident Evil 4 also had a separate playable chapter named Assignment Ada, during which Ada secures Plaga samples for Albert Wesker. Ada will also be playable in Resident Evil 4's Mercenary mode, alongside new edition Albert Wesker. These characters will be added in a free update on September 21st. This is awesome, I will absolutely be playing this, and it's surreal to think that Resident Evil 4 Remake Launched this year, I was so excited at the, about this game because Resident Evil is maybe my favorite franchise of all time, with Resident Evil 2 Remake being the best one with the original. Can't wait to play this in not a long time. Number 4, Tomb Raider 1 through 3 Remastered coming to Xbox in February 2024. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Tomb Raider 1-3 Remastered was initially revealed as part of the latest Nintendo Direct, but Aspire Media has now confirmed that their Remastered Collection will also launch on Series X and S and Xbox One on February 14th, 2024. The collection includes the first three Tomb Raider games and their expansions. You can also expect, quote, upgraded graphics, and quote, with an option to switch between the new visuals and the original polygon look at any time. And of course a list of Tomb Raider 1-3 Remastered achievements which we don't have yet to unlock. Tomb Raider 1-3 Remastered includes the following games and expansions. Tomb Raider 1 plus the Unfinished Business, Tomb Raider 2 plus the Gold Mask, and Tomb Raider 3 plus the Lost Artifact. Last year it was revealed that Amazon Games would be publishing the next Tomb Raider game which is in development at Crystal Dynamics. This is cool for all those classic fans as this is one of the big cult classic games that led to some of the movies with Angelina Jolie. I never played these original games nor have I seen the movie but I know a lot of people love it so more power to you for those excited about this announcement. 5. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and Survivor director Stig Asmussen is leaving EA. Matt Wales at Eurogamer writes, Stig Asmussen, the director behind the acclaimed Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and Star Wars Jedi Survivor, is leaving Respawn Entertainment in EA to, quote, pursue other adventures, end quote. Asmussen, whose career in the game's industry spans close to 25 years, worked on all three original God of War titles at Sony Santa Monica Studio prior to his move to Respawn, serving as lead environment artist, then art director, and finally creative director on God of War 3. He joined Respawn's Entertainment as a game director in 2014 and his first released project at the studio was 2019's well-received Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. A follow-up, Star Wars Jedi Survivor also helmed by Asmussen released earlier this year proving to be a commercial hit. News of Asmussen's departure was broke by Bloomberg's Jason Schreier and confirmed by EA in a statement provided to the publication, quote after careful thought and consideration end quote an EA spokesperson said, quote Stig Asmussen has decided to leave Respawn to pursue other adventures and we wish him the best of luck end quote. The company added that, quote, veteran respawn leaders will be stepping up to guide the team as they continue their work on Star Wars Jedi Survivor, end quote. This is pretty sad news. Obviously being the creative director of some of my most beloved games over the last couple years, even though Survivor has a little bit of a tainted memory because of the performance, I love these games, and he helmed them, so it is sad to see. Hopefully we'll see where he goes after this, it doesn't sound like he's retiring yet, and maybe he joins up with an Xbox studio for a powerful exclusive. That'd be cool, right? And number 6, Microsoft is releasing an Xbox credit card later this month. George Yang and I writes, Microsoft is partnering with Barclays to create an Xbox MasterCard the company announced today. The card has no annual fee and will be available exclusively to Xbox insiders in the continental United States, Alaska, and Hawaii starting on September 21st. According to Xbox Wire, cardholders can earn points for every $1 they spend on purchases, in particular, buying eligible products on the Microsoft Store will net cardholders five times the amount of points, while eligible streaming services like Netflix and Disney Plus will dish out three times the points. Gamers have to eat too, so eligible dining delivery services such as Grubhub and DoorDash provide three times the points as well. All other types of purchases will earn the regular one times rate. On September 21st, the card will be available and rolled out to Xbox Insiders in Waves. In 2024, the card will be available to all Xbox players in the United States. This is uh, an interesting one. You want to get your gamer tag on a credit card? I dunno, do your own research, it's something I'm going to explore looking at, and see if it makes sense for me. I thought this was a wild one, and had to include it this week. As always we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is about Microsoft and launching the original Xbox. Credit to VentureBeat.com Did y'all know it took just 20 months to launch the original Xbox? Imagine the process of launching a product, you think of years and years of feasibility studies, conceptualization, design, all the way to implementation and launch. Well, not for Microsoft. Everything from start to finish took under two years. Xbox Game Stats show that during the very first season after creation, the company sold 1.5 million units. Now, I've never launched a big product like that, but 20 months to launch what we are now a multi-million dollar, billion dollar industry with Xbox and Microsoft? Having just acquired Activision Blizzard for as much as they did? Crazy to see how far they've come, and not a long time at all. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I have had, sadly, almost no time to game, besides Marvel Snap, which is just a constant every day of my life, and I love it. My name is Brandon Rose, so you can follow me on Xbox at BrosN83. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe, and keep on gaming.